Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, good evening, everybody. Welcome back to the Sixers King Show on a new night. Monday night now, baby. We're really excited, actually, to have Eric McLean on the show here. College football analyst, co-host of The Huddle. Coach. Yes. All right. <laughs> First touchdown of the year. <laughs> Bobby Hurricane, yeah. You know the name already. It's Merced. Ha ha. It's the Six Red Kane Show. Can't forget the name, though. Got Jazz Blue Vision DJ break the game code. Ain't no changing up. Ain't no breaking up. We'll pull alive from the hall. What's wrong with us? Seriously. What's wrong with us? We're Miami Hurricanes fans. Welcome to the Six Rings Cane Show, a show dedicated to Miami Hurricane sports, featuring the legendary Larry Bluestein, Jazz Santana, Vish, and Danny Gillette. Let's go Canes. And hey, I already see the smile on your face. I, gotta... I mean, I'm reading the comments. It's going to be a fun show, man. It's going to be a oh, fun man. show. Hold on a second. <laughs> I haven't even read them. Jesus Christ. This is a, this is, oh, this is a uh, topic people have strong opinions on, and I don't oh, think they aligned ours, so this should be interesting. Ooh, I love it. Look at all this stuff. People are fired up. It's good. I love it. It, the, the, it's good if they're not. It, it's it's much worse if they're not fired up. I'll say that. Oh, that means they're giving talking up about on. taking the Ron Frazier statue down and everything. Yeah, oh, this, is gonna be a, this is going to be a good one, man. Yeah, we got some fired up people in the comments. Oh. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Welcome to uh, the Canes um, baseball special. Is obviously uh, big news just popped off today, and um, yeah, JD JD Artiaga has been named officially the. 10th head baseball coach at the University of Miami. Obviously, uh, go. I'll run down a couple of things from him, and, and I, I'm going to let Vish go at it for a little bit too because I've got some stuff also. But uh, 21 seasons with the program as a pitching coach started in 2003 as he took over, and I think it was the ninth game of the season that year with um, with when uh, three was at the helm. For you guys, for you baseball, for you baseball aficionados who don't know who three is, that's Coach Jim Morris, um, and um, and of course uh, one of the one one of the if not the greatest pitcher of all time here at the University of Miami as well. One of the only guys whose uh, jersey is retired. So uh, you know, obviously, a lot of great accolade, accolades from JD uh, and what he's done for this program, um, but <laughs> as no surprise. Not a very popular option as the, the uh, next head coach of the uh, team. Obviously, Gino DeMar stepping down a few weeks ago. And, uh, you know, maybe a lot of people were thinking, well, if we were going to name J.D. the head coach, why not just do it right then and there? You know, you, you got the guy already uh, in the locker room. Why not just go ahead and name him? 
um, right then and there. I think it's it's a lot more than just that. And uh, um, yeah, we're probably going to talk about what what it does for this program. We're going to talk about you know what what the what. The, what the comments are saying, you know, what a lot of people. Yeah, just just a, some sampling of the comments. Laziest hire in you in the history of you. I know a lot of you listen to the audio podcast, so I'll read them out. I do love, I do love his name though, Jack Marius. What is it? Oh man, that was one of my favorite. Jack, Jack Marriott's. Theratrix. Now our man hopped in here when I created the stream and dropped this comment. He was fired up at twelve fifteen. Yeah, so I don't know if he's still here. So, uh, but that Smash Road has been a frequent uh, chatter on our baseball program. Said the job wasn't a popular one. Too many things against the program. No different <laughs> than than giving Jamari the position. Uh, uh, I'll address some of this in a second. Um, sure. And then you know the the program's in bad shape. Coach really wanted we'll never go to Omaha again. That might be a little extreme. Um, I, I think uh, a, lot them, <laughs> a lot of them are lazy but... hire. Um, um, so thought on having three rookie coaches. I think we need a veteran coach to help these guys out. Um, I think we're talking probably about the the staff maybe. Um, but um, well, number one, uh, JD Artiaga is not a rookie coach. Well, I mean, I think he's it's his first time as a head coach, but yeah, he's you. and by the way, no, some of the other guys that are gonna be assistants potentially are head coaches now. So yeah. Well, I mean, we gotta see how that that plays out. I will right. say I don't want to one... on that, but you know, there's, yeah, there's the, the the one the one through line I've seen um that this is a so I mean we'll just say this is a name we've heard rumored, but we 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 just basically Excellent. on this show and this goes for our football, baseball, and basketball coverage and told Things are confirmed. We really don't like to speculate on it. Other shows do that. We kind of wait for it to be official. Um, we've been burned before, so yes, we have. <laughs> yeah. So yes, those are the names. Those are the names we heard, though. Uh, Adrian Morales and Las Gutierrez. We've seen those names thrown around, but you know, we're not, we're not, we don't have any confirmation on that. Um, but I will say the overrunning lying premise we're seeing in the comments and that I've seen on Twitter is that. I feel like the way the disconnect is, and I, I came out after the season ended and said, I didn't think Gino needed to go. Um, and I feel like you and I are probably two of the, the, the few people not freaking out entirely. And I think from my standpoint, the reason, and, and this, this comment about calling it Manny Diaz all over again, the reason I disagree with that, um, other than he is right, it's technically someone with no head coaching experience, um, but I think the difference here is, and I think where the discount is, is I don't understand what program people have been watching. Um, we are not that far away um, from where we need to be. Finishing in the top 10 the last two years is not. Well, well, let's just put it out there, right? Based off of what, what everybody is talking about, this team is in shambles. It's in disarray. It's a dumpster fire. And uh, we've had a losing record for the past twenty years. That's what, that's the feeling you get, right? And and and, and I think there's been a lot of comparisons to football. And while football and baseball both last won a championship in two thousand one, baseball has been much more successful in that period of time. And so that so and is in much better shape right now. Um, so I think um, so. So I think that comparison falls apart. I know we like to compare it to football. This is nothing like what we've done in football. That doesn't mean it's going to work, by the way. 
It just means that this is not when you're saying like this is like Randy Shannon or this like maybe this is nothing like that. Those programs were not healthy when we promoted the assistant. And as much as that loss to Texas hurt, we were in a situation where we were the number nine team in the country following year where we were the number six team in the country. That is a very different story than, by the way, than what we've ever done with football in the last 20 years. Not even once that good. And it's also very much better than what Gino Damari took over, which was a program that missed the NCAA tournament twice. Now, does that mean that that JD's debt necessarily the right hire? No, but I think if you have to, you have to address it on the merits and not on this fiction that this program has been in the toilet for 20 years, has not done anything, and therefore we need to implode the whole thing. Because I think that part of it is where I think I have a lot of dispute. And uh, Jazz, I'll let you respond to that while we bring in our esteemed guest here. <laughs> or do you want to you give that a, a whirl on what I just said? You want me to go ahead and bring in that man here? You're on mute. You're on mute, dude. Woo-hoo-hoo. Replacing Norberto. <laughs> uh, uh, Norberto no, went up to UCF, apparently. Right? Yeah, That's what did. Kendall Rogers reported. So he did. Look, I'll, I'll kind of echo the sentiment on you know, you know the 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 the, the majority of the fan base kind of looking at this program and saying, "Oh no, this program is in shambles. What are we gonna do? It's a dumpster fire." Here we go, hire, making a lazy hire and hiring JT Arteaga. Oh, no, we're never going to go to Omaha again. Oh, my gosh, what's going to happen? Look, taking a step back and not knee-jerking, yes, the regional sucked, right? We lost to a Texas team that we could have potentially beat. You know, we, 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 we didn't perform the way we should have in regionals. That's a given. That's that's understandable. I get that. And then last year, same thing happened, right, with Ole Miss and Arizona and all that stuff. Um, but but I think that what we what we failed to recognize is the success that this program has had in the past twenty years, regardless of whether they've won a national championship or not. You're talking about a team that's been to Omaha, uh, what is it, six times in the last eighteen years. Uh, and by the way. JDR Tiago was part of those teams, right? We're talking about a team that I, I know this is all, you know, here, you know, oh, well, it could have happened. It could have been this. It could have been that. But if it wasn't for COVID, that's an Omaha team in 2020, right? Or 20, what is it, 2020? Yeah. Yeah, it certainly gets out of the, at least the regional to take that talking I mean, point away. Right. You, you got to have certain things fall in place. Perfect example. Look, look at what happened to Wake Forest with the best pitching in the world, the best ana- analysts in the world everything the best pitching in college baseball the number one team in the country and they kind of ran out of arms they kind of you know they kind of ran out of mojo lsu got hot obviously the one of the best teams in the country as well but you know these type of things are going to happen i get it this is omaha it happened in omaha it's happened in miami and omaha it's happened in miami and supers it's happened in miami and regionals it's happened to vanderbilt it's happened to florida it's happened to this you can name every single team that is at the same level as Miami baseball, it's happened to all of them. And so if we're going to sit here, we're going to say that, you know, oh, no, it's it's, it's going to be Gino DeMari all over again. Well, correct me if I'm, if, I'm, if I'm, you know, mistaken here, Vish, but two years prior to, to, uh, to Gino taking over, the last two years with three, we didn't even make 
a postseason run, right? We right, didn't right. We we missed the regional we for the, the regional first two, two times in forty years. Yeah, and and I mean, one of them was a screw job. They did it on purpose to end our streak, and it was complete sure. crap. We were like, I think they they put up the stat during one of the uh, the games this year that that because um, someone else they were showing someone else's resume, and they're like, only one out of sixty teams with this resume has not made the tournament. It's like two thousand seventeen Miami, so felt intentional. Um, but yeah, no, but the program was definitely not doing well. And he, I, I will say this, just to talk about where Gino started to where he left. He did not get the job done. I think it, we need to make that clear. Right. But we're talking about, he took it from missing the NCAA tournament to top 10. Now the next step is actually much harder. How do you get from 10 to one? Right. That is that, like you said, takes luck. Bring him on. Yeah, it takes luck. It takes a lot of things to do that. Um, and so there's a lot that goes into that. The other thing I will say, this is something we, Look, I love, I love we, we talked said. about we talked about it earlier today, which is people turn on the postseason, we lose the regionals, therefore we suck. Well, that's the problem. You know what? Bring I want to bring it. Yeah, let's bring, let's bring our boy Max in here. This is perfect. What's because, up, man? Hello, let What's me up, get buddy? close. To... What's up, man? I have to preface by saying this is red. Okay. It's not, it's not, it's not. I mean, you're looking very, um, there's a game going on right now. You're looking very much, very much much like you're supporting one of the two teams in that game. Tell us you is doing the Lord's work right now. So we're okay. They got, they got, they got two on with two out here. Let's see if they can extend that lead here. Absolutely not. All right. So, so Max, it's funny though, because Kane's, Kane's got heat. Just kind of mentioned this, right? Like as soon as everybody, as soon as all the football fans, you know, for, stop you know stop crying about football for a while then all of a sudden they turn on baseball and they're like oh no they're losing to texas oh no they lost in the acc tournament at clemson in the final you know, you know that kind of stuff right you start tuning in and all of a sudden they're losing in playoffs and so they think oh no it's another team that's doing the same thing again and that's the problem right and look i don't have a problem with the fan base most you know yeah i don't know how what the percentages are football fans great you know, and, and a lot of them watch baseball or pay attention to it in the postseason. A lot of people do that. I get that. But for for some of us that watch it all year round and that go to fall practices and watch them play summer and watch these kids do what they do throughout the whole year, you see the type of program this has been in the past twenty years after twenty twenty one, and you and you're and you can't sit here and say this 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 team is a dumpster fire. They're making lazy hires with JD. Look, it might not be a popular one, right? And then, and you start to think, well, why didn't they just announce it two weeks ago when Gino, you know, when Gino stepped out? Well, hey, there's a lot that goes into this, right? And you can probably get into it if you want to, but you know, the fact of the matter is, this is a great program. And I hear I saw someone write saying that this was a very unpopular coaching job. Um, and if you hear the names that were were interviewed, we're going to be interviewed. There's SEC coaches that wanted to be interviewed that didn't even get. This is by no means an unpopular job. Someone mentioned this is a top two or three program in college baseball. We are the blue bloods of college baseball. We are the Dukes. We are the Kentucky, the North Carolina of college baseball. We are the, you know, the USC's, the Notre Dame's, the Alabama's of college football. We're still up there in college football, but I'm saying in baseball, that's who we are. So there's no chance in hell that a, that a, a, a Walter or a, I don't know, God forbid, not God forbid actually, but uh, O'Sullivan or any of these, uh, any of these guys that are coaching, Jay Johnson are coaching right now. If Miami, if the Miami position opens up and they got an opportunity, someone's going to go out there and try to get that job. Just having to be that JD was the best 
option. And I truly feel that based off of everything, you got to put it all into, you know, put it all into perspective. It's not just about the coaching. And it is. Okay, it is. And he's actually done a hell of a job coaching. But let's talk about the relationships. Let's talk about what he can do outside of the field, which is recruiting. And we're going to get into recruiting as well, because a lot of people think that we don't recruit very well. But we're going to go down that recruiting line and we're going to compare it to LSU and Florida as well. So you guys can see what, you know, how, how well we do recruit. But what I'm trying to say is this is a really good program right now. The state of the program is actually really healthy. Yes, there is going to be turnover. There is going to be a lot of different players. It's a transfer portal. That's what every school is going to, is going to you know, encounter. You just saw Ciceri and Corona enter the transfer portal today for Wake Forest. Two guys that started on that team, the number one team in the country. So let's take things into perspective. What are your thoughts on this, Max? Yeah, I mean, relationships are super, super important, especially in baseball. I feel like it's it's one of those sports, like, specifically that you need ties to a region most of the time when you're, when you're getting, you know, you're, you're hiring a coach. Um, I'm indifferent about the hire in general. Like I'm not for or against it. I, I really just kind of took emotions out of it and I'm just going to ha- have a wait and see. But I think it, it is really important that you have a lot of the players on the team advocating for him to get the job. You have a lot of the former players and alumni advocating for him to get the job. And, you know, people say, oh, it's just a good old boys club. Um, but I think they really think that he can do a good job. And so I'm just, I'm in a wait and see approach. I think, uh, like you mentioned, we'll get into recruiting a little bit here shortly. JD's been a phenomenal recruiter, uh, over the years. I think there's some, I guess, negatives you could say in recruiting, um, that we can, we can touch base on as well, but. But um, it's too good recruiting, right? Recruiting has been too good. Exactly. Um, but you know, like I said, I'm, I'm kind of indifferent on the hire at this point. The, the one thing I, I would, you know, add to that is again, I think it's important to define the problem we're trying to solve. It's not resurrect a broken program. It's literally incrementally improve by a game, two games. Like, I mean, we were right on the edge there of being an Omaha team and it's baseball. That's how it goes. You make one bad pitch and <laughs> It can be your season in the postseason. There's no margin for error in the last couple of years. I mean, we've been right right there. Um, Jazz pointed this out when we were at the elimination game against Texas, but they called a hit and run, and Yo-Yo took one false step towards third before seeing where the ball was. That's an easy double play, and we get out of that big inning they had and, and win that game. But he didn't. And last year, I mean, Walters, of all people, blew a save when we got eliminated, like, after Patelli, of all people, made an error. Like, this stuff, you can't coach out of it. This stuff just happens sometimes, and that's baseball. And that's why, like Jasmine, did you see every major program has flops in the postseason on their resume. Every great coach does, too. Because it's baseball. It happens. It's not meant to be played in, like, a one- or two-game situation, but you're obviously not going to have, like, a 40-game postseason. <laughs> you're going to have to do it that way. It's the same thing happens in the majors. You know, teams win 100-plus games and then lose in the first round of the playoffs because that's not the same sport you play in the regular season. So all we can really ask of the program is to continuously put yourselves in those positions, and it'll even out. And you can go back to Jim Morris's tenure. Obviously, the last years were bad. Two years before that, they are in the College World Series. Right before that was a series of regional failures that look an awful lot like what JD's did. And there was no indication that, oh, they're going to be in Omaha the next two years based off of just that. 
but that's that's baseball. It's it's kind of a play here or there, and you just have to put put your best foot forward. And I've yet to hear anyone articulate how you know for sure you're going to make that jump from you know that five to ten range to the one to five range where you're definitely going to get into the supers and into Omaha. Because even then, like you mentioned, Vanderbilt was a top five national seed. They they went out in their regional too. This is well, this is the, this, this is the way baseball is. Well, let's talk about this for a second when it comes to uh, to the coaching, uh, the coaches that they did look at, right? So uh, one being, right, one of the, the biggest names out there, <coughs> excuse me, sorry, guys, um, <clears throat> is Coach Pollard over at Duke, right? And everybody was kind of clamoring for him. Oh, my God, it's the Duke guy. Look what Duke did. Duke, that's great. Guess who was better than Duke this year? Miami was better than Duke this year. One one three out of four against them finished well, ahead of them in the coastal. Um, got a higher seed in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, but okay. again, you know what? Duke's a great example of how you gotta get luck to go your way sometimes. Absolutely, they got out of the regional because Coastal Carolina lost the opener to Ryder, and Ryder did the dirty work for Duke, and Duke just had to win one of two. That's the way they call it. Yeah, right? that's the way. And we've had several of those. If you look at some of our teams that made it to Omaha. Like one year we played VCU in the super regionals. Like, how do you get that kind of a break? Right. <laughs> you're, you're playing a four seed one the other regional. Like, oh, this is like free pass to Omaha. And then, and, and, and other times. Um, the, other, the other time, look. Uh, other, other, other times your two seed is Texas that won the Big 12 regular season. <laughs> it has, has two really good pitchers. And then all of a sudden you're in the loser's wagon. And, I mean, you know, those I, are the breaks. Those are the breaks. Let's talk about last year when everybody – again, everybody's complaining about how bad our pitching was or how bad our pitching has been. Last year, we didn't lose the regionals because of our pitching. Our pitching was actually dominant in the regionals. We did well in p- pitching in regionals. Boy, we could do the, the bats just went silent. So then you're talking about another coach in uh, – what's his name? Walter. Uh, I forgot his first name. Tom Walters, I believe his mm-hmm. name is. Um, the, the head coach at Wake Forest who, yeah, he had the number one team in the country this year. He had – potentially the best uh, rotation in, in baseball as well. And then you got all those guys that most of them are going to get drafted. Uh, and it, it took him 10 years to get there. It took him 10 years to get to Omaha, right? That team, Wake Forest, hasn't been to Omaha since 1955. And we're talking about bringing in that. And I love that guy. He's a great coach. And so is Mascara, right? They're pitching coach. Really good coaches. When we're talking about those guys being able to bring us back to Omaha – before a guy like JD, who's been to Omaha six times with us, right? Who's been around the program for 21 years, understands the you know how it is to coach in Miami, and has built these relationships for over 20 years in, in you know in South Florida and throughout the country, and has recruited at an elite level for 20 years as well. And you're telling me that those guys, sight unseen, oh blindly, you're going to tell me that those guys are going to take you to Omaha as opposed to JD because of this fresh new starts, uh, you know. Yeah, and, and, and it's not that either the any of the guys you mentioned. No, Coach Pollard did not pass, by the way. He did not pass on this opportunity. Just so you know, that I know you guys follow what Mike Ryan says, but Mike Ryan actually went back and said that Coach Pollard did not pass up on this opportunity to stay at Duke. So just so you, just to kind of correct that, go ahead. I think it was pretty clear from the way that his timeline transpired that he he algled in the situation, which is he used it for a contract extension. Um, and I don't think we ever really offered it. I think we heard the first weekend that when he interviewed, it didn't necessarily go well. 
Um, but I think he kind of used that. Miami's interested to get concessions he wanted at Duke. But overall, it, it's not to say that any of these coaches would not have necessarily been better than JD. It's not like, oh, like if we got Wake's head coach, or we got Duke's head coach, or we got Paul Menari or whatever, that that would not have been better. But it's not obviously better. And the reaction we're getting from the fan base is that like, right. how could you possibly hire the dude who's been very successful here in a program that's in the top 10 instead of Duke's coach? <laughs> it's just like, um, I mean, I could, you could make an argument for, you know, Duke's coach, like we have better facilities, we have more talent. So, you know, he'll be able to take that next step. He's already got a head coach. You can make an argument for him. Yeah. But... It's not a slam dunk case. I could just as easily make an argument for J.D. Arteaga over him. And I don't understand the reaction here. Like, oh, my God, we missed out on, you know, I didn't know this guy's name last week, but then I saw him rumored. I mean, I, I feel like there's too much of that happening. Go ahead, Max. No, I agree. Like, I, I, I think people just fall in love with a new name and then they just kind of go for it. Like, for example, I have some friends that when Paul Maneri's name came up, they were super, super excited. And then, like, two days later, they're just like, it would be almost just as bad as JTR Tiaga if we hired him. I'm like, well, two days ago, I mean, it's it's like ridiculous that it's it's just reacting with emotions instead of actually thinking about the situation. Like, I I was a big fan of of, of Paul um, getting some traction because he has won a World Series. Um, you know, he's a local guy. He he is a local guy, but you know, the 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 fallback is he's old and. He hasn't won since 2009. So I, but I understood that and I was willing to kind of, I guess, take that risk per se. Um, but yeah, everyone's acting like the program should be like folded and this is the worst hire. This is like just an abomination of the program. I don't feel that way. Um, I just, like I said, I just, I want to see results at this point. I, I, I want to see us back at a minimum back to, to hosting regional because that's where I think our team should be every single year. And it's where we have been the last couple of years. And I think that's the, that's the part of this I'm struggling and not just hosting. I mean, we were a national seed two years ago. We were one spot off of it this year. We're hanging around where you like, you get top eight. That is your goal every season. We've been nine and six the last two years. So I, again, I'm not really seeing it. I, I get it that we have not been to Omaha and, and Gino Damari left the job unfinished, right? I think we can pretty much say that unequivocally because these results do matter and losing in home regionals matters. It's not that it doesn't matter, but there's a far cry from that than from like squeaking into the tournament as a three seed and getting bounced and barely making it and all like we are nearly there. And it's so tight at these margins. In fact, before yesterday's uh, UF demolition at LSU, I think like some like 80% of the games in Omaha this year were one run games. Like this sport has gotten so tight now. Mm -hmm. It's not, you're not going to show up, play all of your games at home. Like we used to, we used to play like one road series against FSU every year. And that was it. And then every other year against UF, like we're not going to be able to do that. And then just like get to host and just kill everyone. Like these games are tight, which means you're, you're going to flop sometimes in the postseason. And, and, and I, I think, you know, I think frankly, they're getting painted a lot with the football brush, which has been, genuinely atrocious for the large part of the last 20 years baseball has not been and and it's not right now like if the football team was as good as the baseball team last five years we'd all be like popping champagne and enjoying like going to the orange bowl and stuff because that's the level we'd have the number one recruiting class in the country just like we do in baseball 
<laughs> there you go. And also, like, you got to understand, like, finishing ninth, finishing sixth, these are, like, in football, this is the equivalent of, like, oh, we just missed the, the playoffs. Instead, we're going to the Rose Bowl. That's what they're saying is, like, a dumpster fire on the baseball side of things. And it's it's unfortunate, but, you know, that is, as, as our intro says, and Jazz continues to talk on mute so I can keep talking. As our intro says, you know, oh, what's wrong with us? We're Miami fans. So. Yeah. And I, I kind of want to address what what, what uh, Kane's cat said. Well, here. I mean, are we? I think I think he's he's been teeing us up for some great transitions here. And he yeah. talked about like the recruiting, which is I know the kind of the next topic we wanted to get into. So. You know, uh, well, I, I kind of wanted to get into. Actually, let's just. I'm sure some of you have seen this already, but just to give you an idea as to the, the resume that the guy that nobody wants has, and then now is the head coach at UM. All right. So you have 46 draft picks. We're only talking about pitchers, by the way. He had 46 draft picks in his 21-year career as a uh, as a pitching coach. 22 NCAA tournament appearances. Uh, he's had 19 All-ACC honorees. He's had 12 All-Americans. He's had 12 freshman All-Americans. And he's had 10 College World Series appearances. I mean, if you take JD's face out of there and you put – Pollard's, or you put Tom Walters, or you put, or you put Vicious face on there. You say, I mean, shit, this is the guy we want. This is the guy we want. Uh, you know, as far as like, as far as Gino leaving like a coward, uh, I think that's, yeah, that's incorrect. If you ask me, it's kind of harsh to to say. I, I think it's, I think it's really harsh. And and again, he lost Paul in the middle of the year, and I think yeah. that weighed heavily on his decision to just frankly stuff like that puts your life in perspective. This is a man who's been to Omaha a million times as an assistant. He's won rings. And, and I think he's saying like, do I really want to grind on this anymore? Or do I want to spend more time with my family? Because when you lose close family members, it does put those things in perspective. All of a sudden this other stuff isn't as important. I think that weighed heavily into his decision, which I think we can all unequivocally say now was, you know, we were speculating at the time to get forced out. Was it? It is pretty clear by the way the search went that there was no plan to, to replace him that they went and executed on. This was definitely a long winding search to essentially end, end up back where they started. But, but like, this was clearly not something where they're like, let's force him out because we got these dominoes that are going to fall. And, and I think he made what was the decision in his his best interest to, to, I think, legitimately just spend more time with his family. He's been doing this a long time. Maybe take over the company that needs somebody to, you know, run <laughs> yeah, it now. Maybe, maybe, maybe. It could be a dollar uh, business that they have. Yeah, it could, could be part of it as well. Um, but no, I, I think, I think if you got to understand these, these guys don't have personal lives, right? I mean, this is what they do all the time. This job doesn't stop. And I think he wanted it to stop, to be honest. And, and, that weighed into it a lot. So I, 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 I don't think he was forced out, and I don't think you know he, he copped out by trying to like, oh, I can't do it, I'm quitting. I think you know he had to look at his own situation, and you look at how long he's been doing this. <laughs> I think he's just like, I don't want to do this anymore, and and I'd rather spend more time with my family. And and actually, you see, you see three around the ballpark, right? We'll see Gino hanging around the ballpark too, like. Going as a fan is much more enjoyable than dealing with all this stuff. And I, I think he's going to kind of enjoy his retirement in that sense. The Six Rig Kane Show. Yeah. The Six Rig Kane Show. Yeah. The Six
six rings game show. <laughs> you know. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.